Welcome to Exploring the Mystical Side of Life with your host, Glenda Lang. Hi, this is Linda Lang from ThoughtChange.com. Today on Exploring the Mystical Side of Life, I have Judy Miller, muggle by day and mystic by night. Welcome, Judy. Oh, it's great to be here, Linda. Thank you. Well, I am very excited for you to share your story with our listeners because it's really the journey from having that ordinary, mundane, 3D life and having the universe kind of tap you on the shoulder. Well, more than that. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your story before we really jump into how that plays in the lives of our listeners? Um, so like many people, I had fears as a child. I was afraid of drowning, but I was terrified of the night. And I could sense and feel different energies and spirit as a child, and I didn't know why they were there. I didn't know if they were there to help me or to harm me. So literally, I would crawl into bed night after night, pull the covers over my head, and recite the Lord's Prayer over and over again until I would fall asleep exhausted. And this was my ritual night after night. And it actually continued well into my 20s. I actually started my career as a CPA or certified public accountant. So there I was during the day going to work. And then at night, I was crawling back into bed, terrified of what I could not explain. And then I got married and I had kids. And the subtle whispers, the energies, the visions all stopped. In the exhaustion of raising two incredible kids, commuting three hours a day for work, working 40 to 50 hours, everything stopped. And then my kids grew up. And then I went off to college and the house became silent. And in that silence, everything returned. And people asked me, what did it feel like? It felt like if someone was standing beside me or if there were eyes staring at me from across the room, I would literally tiptoe around my house, afraid that someone or something might jump out at me. I would wake up at night clutching at my husband and soon we both began to lose sleep. Around the same time, I started to bleed uncontrollably month after month. And my doctor said I needed a hysterectomy. So after becoming a CPA, I actually worked in finance in the healthcare industry. So modern medicine was something that I trusted, but I was terrified of the surgery. And it felt like the same terror that I had as a child and the same terror that returned to me as an adult. So a friend of mine actually recommended that I read a book called Light Emerging by Barbara Brennan. So if you've never heard of who Barbara Brennan is, Barbara was a former NASA physicist and she studied the human energy field. And what she learned, she was able to heal people with her hands. And I had never heard of anything like this, but I figured I'd give it a shot. So literally days before my surgery, I was Googling on the internet, healers near me. And as I sat across from my healer for that very first time, I literally heard the click of a lock. I'm very auditory and sometimes I just hear things. It felt like, and it sounded like everything was locking into place. But at the time, Linda, I didn't know what role that healer would have played in my family's history. So my healer worked with me in helping me heal from my hysterectomy. And in the following months, we began to explore this, this terror that I felt each night. We looked at my childhood experiences to see if anything had triggered it, but nothing came to light. And then she introduced me to past lives and I had never heard of past lives before. She introduced me to the work of Dr. Brian Weiss. He was a prominent um, psychiatrist. He went to Yale and Columbia. She introduced me to the work of Dr. Michael Newton and Dolores Cannon. So I actually went to one of Dr. Weiss's um, past life regressions 
And he said about over 50% of the people in the audience, and there were thousands of people, would actually have a past life experience. But Linda, I slept through the whole thing. I literally slept through the whole thing. I was a little disappointed. So I went to the back of the room and bought um, one of his past life regression tapes. And I listened to it what, for probably well over a week. And every single time I fell asleep. So as we go into my story later, I did have a past life regression experience with my healer, which I could explain a little bit later. But uh, so we looked at that. We also started to look at DNA. Um, was there, you know, we know through our DNA that we can inherit the color of our hair from our parents, the eye color, our nose, other physical characteristics. But the science of epigenetics actually says we could actually inherit the pain and the trauma that our parents and our ancestors actually experienced. They actually show it through studies with Holocaust victims. And there was a study that was done not too long ago with mice. They would introduce the smell of cherry blossoms to mice and then gently zap the mice on their feet. After a while, as you could expect, as they introduced the smell of cherry blossoms, the mice would have that panic and fear in their bodies. But that's not the surprising part, Linda. The surprising part is that their children and their children's children, just by the scent of cherry blossoms, would also get triggered that fear and that pain. So the science of epigenetics shows that we could actually inherit trauma from our parents. So that fear and that terror that I felt each night actually wasn't my own. It was actually the pain and the terror that my mother actually experienced as a child. And that's not where my story ends. Um, there's actually a shocking past life connection to the very healer that I trusted to heal me. And I know this sounds a little unusual, a little uncommon. The person that inflicted the pain and the trauma on my mother was actually my healer. And this was the universe's way of making everything right, everything perfect, everything whole. So in that moment of revelation, I could have felt fear, betrayal, anger, but and I didn't. All I felt was the immense and divine love and perfection of the universe. And that's where the name Perfect came from. Well, that is quite the story. First of all, as a hypnotherapist, I totally believe in the power of past life regression for healing. It's amazing. It is just amazing when you get more clarity and that sense of timelessness and connection with people in your life today that you've known before. It's just amazing, amazing. So I've been regressed many, many times. I have many, many stories. And quite often I'm taken back to an experience that's relevant in my life right now with people that I know right now. So as far as I'm concerned, that is really the cooperation of our unconscious mind and our higher self to bring us on that path of healing through awareness. And I love that you have kind of connected the dots and included the universe in the master plan because of course that's where the master plan originates. Mm -hmm. That's beautifully said. Thank you, thank you. Your story doesn't just end there either. You had a, what I would say is a mystical experience. So I've had mystical experiences throughout the journey. Um, and it first started, like you said, I was this muggle during the day. <laughs> and there I was sitting in church on Good Friday with my family and just listening to the choir sing while we were waiting for mass to start. And as I was sitting there, this feeling, this overwhelming feeling of love literally just descended upon me. 
And I'm literally looking around the church and other people to see if they're experiencing the same thing and no one else is. And this feeling just overcame me. And it was, I can't even explain. It was like love multiplied by millions and millions of times just flowing into my body and I couldn't hold it in. And I just started to cry and there was a knowing and I say hearing because hearing is the closest thing that I could associate it with, but it was just like a knowing a voice that basically said, now is your time to step forward and serve. So that was the beginning of everything because then I went on a mad rampage to figure out what my purpose was and what I was here to do. Um, so that was the first mystical experience. The second one is I mentioned to you when I went to Dr. Brian Weiss's um, past life regression, I slept through the whole thing and I was so disappointed. So my healer, offered a past life regression. So I definitely jumped on it. And as I sat on the healing table, I don't think I had a past life regression. What happened was I started to ascend. First, I saw this purple haze. And then I came out into this bright light. And you know, when you hear people with um, near-death experiences, they talk about this bright light. But with that bright light, there was another overpowering sense of love. And I just merged into it. And the message at that time was, you can always come home. And basically, it said, you can always come home. Everyone can come home just by loving and accepting who we are, because we are divinity itself. Um, so that was, that was the second mystical experience. So they've been very, very powerful. And the third and the last one is just how everything came together, that we could truly never get it wrong. You know, at our point of transition, you also hear that with near-death experiences, we get to see our life in review. That at our point in transition, we get to pick the one thing that we want to come back, perhaps, and heal. And that's what my healer did. She took this lifetime as an opportunity to heal the pain and the suffering that had passed down genetically, um, cellularly, to me from my mother. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful story. And I know I've shared on this podcast before of one of my experiences where I was taken to this place of just incredible love, more love than I could have ever imagined. And I actually believe it's more love than I could actually even really process because I would think there would be a wave of love and I would think, wow, like this is it. There couldn't possibly be more love. And then there would be more love and more love, and more love. It's just like turning a light on and thinking that's as bright as the light can be, and it would be get brighter and brighter and brighter. That's how it was for me, and it sounds very similar to your experience, Judy. Mm, yeah. And it's life-changing. It absolutely is, and you know, it's so validating to hear your story, because when you go through this, sometimes it's difficult to explain it to people, and they don't understand. So I had actually heard your interview and I was like, I was so thankful to be able to hear your interview because it helped me realize that what I was experiencing was true. I would say I could never have doubted it because for me, it felt so much more real than this 3D life. So I can't imagine how incredible it would be to be in that space all the time. And yet, I'm sure there's probably a part of me that actually does know that. There's probably a part of all of us that knows that. When we, like you say, and like that message said, when we open up to loving and accepting ourselves and knowing we're worthy and deserving, 
to be loved like that. And you know, I think there's a lot of coincidence. So in that message, Linda, I mentioned, I was told that we could always come home, right? And isn't it funny that with COVID-19, we're being forced home? Because I think one of the things, I think one of the reasons why people feel lonely or alone is that because they've become disconnected with the universe, they've become disconnected from themselves, they've abandoned themselves. So here's our opportunity to reconnect with who we truly are. So it's a perfect time for self-love, self-reflection, self-care. Absolutely. I've actually really enjoyed the cocooning at the beginning of COVID-19. We had so much more quiet time. The world was so much more quiet. I can't imagine another way that the world could have gotten this quiet. Really, I mean, we all knew a change was coming. I don't think we actually realized it was going to come through a virus. I mean, everything is changing through this virus. You know, it's interesting. Um, in that cocooning also, um, I just opened up to more gratitude. All the little things that I took, took, took for granted before, I'm so grateful that we have those things. You know, before I used to, I used to before complain about my daughter sitting next to her best friend texting when they can just be talking to each other. But technology does so many wonderful things as well. It's giving us the opportunity to connect here, um, you know, virtually, as well as with your listeners. So it gave me an opportunity to be more grateful. Absolutely. I think this pandemic really gave us a choice to respond from fear or to look for the light to find gratitude on the things that are really good in our lives because you know compared to many other times in history you know we have a lot more blessings mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i love what you, i love what you just said so i believe all emotions fall into two categories fear and love and fear is just really a contracted energy and when we drop all of the fears only love remains so I'm really curious, Judy, about the ancestral healing portion of your experience. Were you able to go back and actually heal that through the DNA? Yes. So many North American Indian cultures actually believe that when you heal, you actually heal seven generations back and seven generations forward. I didn't go into the detail of the trauma, but um, my mother was raped when she was 12 years old by her stepfather, and I actually never knew that. I didn't find that out until her 80th birthday, when the story actually takes place. So that fear and that terror that I felt at night was the fear and the terror that I felt, but I also felt terrorized that I would be assaulted, and I never shared that with anyone until this story, and I didn't know where it came from, and it was ancestral. So I worked with John Newton, he's an ancestral healer, and uh, he was able to heal pain and the trauma that I felt in my body, as well as you know the pain that my mother had, as well as the pain and the trauma that my daughter had. My daughter used to be so petrified of being left alone at home. She would lock herself in her bedroom. She's probably gonna kill me if she knows that I'm talking about this, but she used to lock herself in the bedroom afraid. And I went through this healing, never told her about it, and all of a sudden, she is freer, lighter. She doesn't have this fear that surrounds her anymore. So I believe ancestral healing is extremely powerful. I would consider that a confirmation that there was a shift that took place. 
And I do believe that the human body, and this is part of ancestral healing, the human body is infinitely intelligent. Some of the pain and the trauma that we experience in our life or inherit from our parents actually get attached to certain parts of our bodies. So for example, if you feel like you're stuck in life, sometimes you might have issues with your knee. If you feel unsafe, sometimes you have issues with your elbow. Um, this became really popular when Louise Hay wrote her book, um, You Can Heal Your Life. She's the founder of Hay House. Well, Linda, isn't it interesting that I was afraid of the dark and afraid of the salt? And what did I have? I had a hysterectomy. So the very area that this all took place in was the area that needed healing. Oh, I have many, many stories from clients that had emotions that became trapped in the body and actually created physical either dis-ease or discomfort. And it's just incredible that when we actually heal those aspects and let it go, how our physical body can then heal itself. Our body is so amazingly intelligent. And one of the things that I write about in Perfect is we don't have to wait for disease. So Jill Bolte-Taylor was a Harvard neuroscientist, and she wrote the book, My Stroke of Insight. She was able to heal herself from severe brain damage. But what she learned is that it takes us 90 seconds to truly feel an emotion and then let it wash through our body. And if we allow ourselves to wash through our body, it doesn't get attached as disease. And if it lasts more than 90 seconds, Linda, we had started to create a story around that. And that's when it starts to get stuck and attached to us. Yeah, absolutely. I teach my clients that our body is inherently designed to process our emotions. It can be as simple as a full diaphragm breath being present with that emotion. And I totally believe that. I totally believe that if we don't release it in a very short period of time, then we've started our story and our attachment and our justification mm -hmm. and our identification with this emotion. So it's yeah. so important to literally feel it and process it. But many of us don't. Many of us stuff it aside because we're afraid, because it's uncomfortable. But in that uncomfort, it only lasts a couple of seconds and then we can let it go. And it's so important. It's a powerful teaching, and I hope that lots of people all over the world really take this to heart to just really be present with that emotion and let it go. And as you say, if it doesn't clear in a few moments, you've got an attachment to it. So then it's time to do some inner work. Mm -hmm. In my very first hypnosis regression in the training, it wasn't actually my first past life regression because I was fascinated with the idea of past life regression. So I had a number. And when I actually took my training, it was so fascinating because I went back to being a young girl, being afraid of the dark, you know, feeling that there was somebody, somebody was with me. And of course, you know, mom and dad are like, you know, there's nobody there. Go back to bed, go to sleep, you're fine. And in this regression, I went back and there was somebody there. And it was actually me from the future coming back to heal rheumatoid arthritis that had been triggered. It was a genetic disease through the family and somehow through my life I had triggered it. So my future self was coming back to this young girl to turn off that genetic key. I mean, it was just fascinating. And I, 
I kind of feel for the person who was taking me on this journey as her very first regression and we're going all over the place, right? But it was amazing, just totally amazing. It sounds quite powerful, wow, yeah. You know, one of the things that I've learned is that there really is no space, time, and dimension. It's all really just happening right now. And the other thing I get from your story, Judy, is how connected everything is. Mm-hmm. How connected. So no man is an island, even those internal thoughts. It's like the butterfly effect, right? That a vibration goes out from that person and creates ripples throughout the cosmos. And people, objects, experiences are affected by that ripple. Mm-hmm. And also one of the things that I learned is how unconditionally loved and accepted that we are by the creator in the universe. You know, the fact that we get to heal in this lifetime or any other lifetime. That's why I say I could have felt fear of betrayal, but I didn't. I only felt love. Beautiful. I think that's a message, especially right now we all really need to hear. And just to take that a little further, so once we drop our stories, our labels and our judgments, we see everything and everyone through the eyes of the creator. We see everyone as love, right? Mm, Beautiful, just beautiful. So Judy, do you have any words of encouragement or guidance that you could leave our listeners with? So just very quickly, so the subtitle of my book is perfect, a path to love, forgiveness, and transformation. So forgiveness for me is really just letting go of the stories, the contracted energies, the judgments, and the labels that no longer serve us. It's because when we hang on to those stories that we have the pain and the trauma and the unhappiness that we experience in our life. So perfect is about letting go of those stories so we can truly feel and experience ultimate freedom and joy. So I like to say life is one giant interconnected puzzle. There's no wrong pieces each piece perfect and part of the whole. And once we start to see life that way, life becomes so much easier. And magical. And magical. And magical. And Judy, if people would like to connect with you? Sure. So my website is Judy, J-U-D-I, Miller.net. And on there, if you buy my book, it connects you directly to Amazon. When you buy my book, you actually get five free bonuses. And I like free things, so I like to give away free things. So if you go on my website, there's also a tab called free ebook, and you don't have to buy anything. It's uh, my ebook called Awaken the Creator Within, and it's absolutely free to your listeners. And you can see all my social media handles on my website as well. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us today, Judy. It's been great. Thank you, Linda. And thank you for listening to this week's edition of Exploring the Mystical Side of Life. You'll find us on YouTube, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Anchor.fm. Come and visit me at ThoughtChange.com. Pick up your copy of Learning to Listen so you can start tuning into the divine guidance that's coming your way. That's it for this week. We'll see you again next time. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this episode, help us out by leaving us a thumbs up Write a comment or a review and share it with a friend. And remember to subscribe.